And you can clap too, it's okay. Just because I stand on the stage does not mean it has to kill the clapping and everything, all right? <clears throat> I won't take it personally. Um, we love baptisms at Crosspoint. Uh, baptisms remind us of a couple things. They remind us of the good news of Jesus, that, uh, that, that he was uh, buried, and on the third day he rose again, that he's conquered when he rose again, that he's conquered sin, death, and the devil, devil and, and now offers salvation to all who would believe by faith, by the grace of God. So, so uh, baptisms remind us of the good news of Jesus. Baptisms also remind us that the Jesus is still in the business of changing lives, that he's still in the business of saving people, restoring, redeeming people back to their original design of worshiping uh, him as their creator, as their designer, as their father. And so baptisms remind us of that. And because of baptisms remind us of those two things, we celebrate baptisms. We clap and we cheer and we, and this is not a funeral, but a a rejoicing in that because of Christ, we are a new creation, that we are redeemed, we are loved, we are forgiven, and we are made new. And so we clap and we cheer and we celebrate. And today we get to celebrate with a couple cross pointers who are getting baptized. Tony, you want to come on up? This is Tony Beal. You want to share why you're getting baptized? Some time ago, many, 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 I, uh, I'm going to try not to come with my emotion. <laughs> I came to these waters once before for the wrong reasons. I was coaxed, and it, it just didn't feel right. I can come to him today knowing I have peace in my heart and one of the strongest faiths I've ever had with him. I've been redeemed. I've been set free. (laughs) He is my Lord, my Savior. I've walked a lonely road for a long time. And I don't have to walk that road alone anymore. And I know as Christians, it, it, that road is a hard road to walk in life. But I'm not afraid of it anymore. I'm at peace. I'm not afraid to die. If I die tomorrow, I know where I'm going. And that's to be with my Lord. The thing I love about this baptism is Tony's going to get baptized by his son, Dave. And uh, that seems fitting, biblical, doesn't it? To see a generation impacting another generation. And oftentimes we see it going the other way. But I absolutely love seeing it go this way. And a son leading up to his father. Based on your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right, Kara Ruder is next. 
some of you know, I have been enduring a personal trial in my life for the past several months. I lost my dad this past January very suddenly and unexpectedly. And this tragedy and the circumstances behind it changed my life entirely. It has also changed relationships with everyone in my life. It especially changed my feelings towards and my relationship with God. From what I've been told, everyone grieves differently. My grief reaction was anger, a kind of anger that was damaging to relationships, especially with those I loved the most. A lot of my anger was directed towards God. I felt as though God had failed me and that there was no way he loved me. Otherwise, he would have never done this to me. I saw this as a terrible wrong that needed to be righted. But God did not at all respond in the way I had wanted. I remember the night Logan and I drove to the hospital, and I remember most vividly begging and pleading with God to spare my dad. When he did not, I felt like God had turned away from me at the very time when I needed him the most. I reflected often on testimonies I had heard about how God had answered prayer and provided unexpected blessings. I felt like something must be wrong with me because all I could say was God failed me, God let me down, and he turned his back on me. I had previously been living in a world in which I thought great God was the great superpower in heaven whose only real concern was to keep his children comfortable and happy. I couldn't understand why a God so good and powerful would allow for such sufferings. I became so dependent on my Bible following my dad's death, not so much for comfort initially, but searching for some sort of explanation. But nowhere in my Bible could I find a reason behind this. But I also could not find it a guarantee of a pleasant life and circumstances. Instead, the Bible is full of those who are subject to accidents, illnesses, and loss. I realized that if I continued with this thinking that God would always keep me comfortable, I was going to be let down all the time. It was a gradual process, and I can't pinpoint an exact moment, but I eventually came to learn through a lot of prayer, time in my Bible, and discussions with my husband that God's primary goal is not to make his children happy, despite what I had always thought, but instead make them holy. I learned that prayer is not all about getting God to do what I want him to do, but trusting him to do what is best according to his will. Prayer is confessing my dependency upon God. I realize now that this life here and now is not the great and wonderful life, but the great and wonderful life is the one that is coming when this life is over. Because of Jesus' death on the cross, we have hope. As it says in Romans 8.18, our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. I continue to struggle with grief, pain, and the void that death has placed in my life. However, this pain drives me to a stronger trust and dependency upon God. It took some time for me to realize and understand that his ways are better and his thoughts are higher than my own. There is a verse that I read over and over again, especially in the hardest of times. Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. This verse is the absolute truth in my life. At the time when I had felt completely abandoned by God, he never left my side. In my experience, God used the darkness of suffering to teach me what it means to depend solely on him, something I could not have learned in the bright light of good times. I know now that God's love is constant, even when I don't feel it. His presence is certain, even when it seems so far away. And his plan is good, though sometimes I will still hurt. 
because God did not promise me a life without trials, but he did promise to be near me when I'm brokenhearted. He saved me when I thought he had forsaken me. Because of his death, because of the death of his son Jesus, I receive salvation. And no matter what trials I face in this life, that gift will always be enough for me. Thanks. is Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Yes. I now baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> Let's stand up and worship. <laughs> 